say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Space. The final frontier. You're listening to Freckcast. Hello, I am David Thomas Ivey. I'm Darren Benjamin. I'm Alicia. Welcome to Trekcast, our number one rated Star Trek podcast. This is Trekcast Supplemental 29. Yes, and we are making Star Trek cool to the whole entire world. Yes, and you know what? That's Darren coming in over subspace. That's right. Subspace (laughs) communications are working just fine. He's in his his private quarters. Right. That's right. Which which is good because um, now Alicia and I are able to do the show with no clothes on. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that too loudly, David. There's a lot of a lot of Alicia fans out there. Oh. <laughs> so, um, hey, we're married. It's it's legal. That's right. In every state. That's right. And uh, we're not really. Well, she is. I'm not. So well, you're. you're <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the convention just ended. We talked about it on Monday, but no, Alicia's here. What'd you think? What did I think? As, as if you'd never been to one before. <laughs> wow. Well, I think this, this year was awesome. Wasn't it the best? Yeah, well, it was, I don't know if I would say it was the best, but I don't know. It's like every year we go, the more and more people we meet. And I guess as far as, you know, party time, right. is, I would say this is the best one really? ever, ever, ever. Wow. Well, it's, Gina, it's Gina like, and Ryan's party. And, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like never Christmas, a dull moment. Christmas, New York, New Year's, and Thanksgiving all wrapped up into one week for Chinese. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. I know, you know what? I got a statement to make. I think Star Trek fans are the coolest people in the whole world. I, you know what? I agree. I really do. I mean, we, not only just because of the people we met this weekend and people we know, and the, and, but like lo, going through the emails and all this stuff, it's like, man, Trek fans are awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I love them. I love them. Are you, um, what was I going to say? Shoot, I lost it. <laughs> it went down the wormhole of my brain it's, and it's, it's, couldn't get back out. It's weird because, you know, I could see you on their webcam. Yeah. So it's like but he can't see us, right? So it's a, it's like kind of like you're here. That's kind of cool. <laughs> so as, as it should be, exactly. So the the Thursday night party though, Alicia, that was just wasn't that just as the kids say the bomb. Yeah, that was it was so so much fun. Uh, Funnest party I've been to, and I'd say seven eight years. I mean, awesome. Eight years since we've been married, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most fun you've had since we've been married. That's right. Before that, it was a big party, and every, every day was awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but so so uh, I got to ask, have, have you watched any, any good Trek lately, David? You know, no, I haven't. We, you know, we were so backed up, you know, getting ready for the convention. I ha- I've still, I'm still in a, uh, season three of, uh, of Enterprise. Which I'm I, got, I got a, um, a DVD 
of uh, um, uh, uh, what's the the fan film? Oh, uh, oh, did you? At the convention, yeah, an actual DVD, and uh, I didn't buy it. It was given to me as 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 a as a as a favor, and uh, I've been, I just just watched about half of it. Really, I hear, it's, I hear. As soon it's as great. I get done with it, I'll let you borrow it. Okay, I hear it's really good. Yeah, Portland Dave, Portland Dave loves it. Portland Dave loves it. We'll so. have to do a full review once once we both sit down and watch it. There we go. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see it, too. Yeah, it's supposed to be Even weird. though it's been out for, like, two years, you know, we'll finally do it. <laughs> um, so, uh, last uh, Friday night, um, Alicia and I went to the, the Country Bar, Stoney's, mm-hmm. here in Vegas, and uh, we saw Brandy T. We saw, oh, yeah, really? Brandy's doppelganger, except we, we called her Whiskey T. Right. Because we were in the country place. <laughs> she was, she had, her hair was the same as Brandy, same height, same, same build, She was even everything. wearing the same clothes, kind of like the, 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 the cute little dress stuff. Really? Yeah, it was crafty like that's Brandy. That's getting crazy. Did, <laughs> she was, a, did she have a goatee like the Mirror Universe version? No, no. <laughs> but she she was augmented. Oh, I so, don't even want to get into that. So it's like that was the only difference. So that's what, And she was in a country bar, so like, so we call her whiskey tea. Whiskey tea. I think right. brandy tea sounds much nicer. It's well, like, a, yeah. like a fine cognac, you know, something <laughs> yeah, you like enjoy and sip on. <laughs> this is like Jim whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey, you just take a shot and just, just, <laughs> just throw it back and that's it, you know. Throw it back. Uh, <laughs> so, um, well, you know, we've got it. Now, here's what happened. Um, you know, we've been out of the game for about three weeks as far as emails and supplementals. So we are backed up on email. We're going to do about, I think, a third of what we've got. Yeah, I'm going to try to get through quite a bit. But I mean, I apologize if we don't get to all the recent emails. Right, we'll get them next They're week and the week stack. after. Okay, before we go into the emails, um, you know what? We read every single email. Oh, yeah. Every single one. We may not read every single one on the air. No, good point, good point. But we but do, we read, do read, them. read them. Right, right, right. And then uh, yes. we, we give them all to Alicia, and she goes through them and, and picks and chooses ones that she thinks we can handle. Sometimes <laughs> if we don't read the whole email, it's because we have to edit it for time shortly. So we right, right. pick out the most pertinent things to the show. And then right. And I apologize to everybody that wrote in for the last three weeks because we haven't had a chance to, you know, we've been doing the convention. So we're really, mm-hmm. we're really backed up, but we do read everything and we've got a huge stack and we're going to start going through them. And because uh, one of my favorite things of doing TrekCast is hearing from you guys. So this is, this just tickles me to, to, to do this. So. We're going to try to get to them all. We do read them all, and we're going to, we're going to start right now. All Let's right. do it. Starting off with baby names. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey Trekcast. I love Star Trek Eleven, but you really couldn't relate to the Nero character that much. That is until now. Last weekend, my car was broken into and my stuff was stolen. I feel rather violated. I began musing on what I would do if I found the guy who did this to me. I think it would be awesome to duct tape him to a flagpole and then burn his house down while he watched. Now I get how Nero must have felt. Yours truly, Nero Klaparik. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. You know, it's funny. I, I know you, you get that sense of violation. That's terrible. But, it, but, but at least it turned into something funny because now he's baby names Nero. <laughs> Nero. Nero. The, the so is he, like, is he like the George Lucas version of Nero? Like, you know, like baby Nero? <laughs> oh, episode one Nero? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 
And baby names has requested okay. a name for his wife. Oh. Because she needed a nickname too. Right. And she was the one that kicked off the whole Borg discussion, which and we're going to have a lot of emails tonight about the origin of the Borg. In fact, yes, read this and then we'll, I'll, I'll explain what's going on there. And so. But she started this. She, and she is going to be dubbed Borg Queen. Yes. Hear that out there. <laughs> you know why? How many emails did we get about the origin of the Borg? Oh, a ton. Yeah. We, we're not going to do them this time because I think that's going to be a show topic. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we'll, I mean, like next week. We like a have. whole, like a whole show, to, like an, like not a supplemental show, but like an actual show. An actual show. Yeah, because, I mean, she started, boy, she started a fire there. Well, I think uh, the whole, the whole, uh, well, we know a lot of people, well, we'll, we'll do it on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get yeah. into that. There's right. a big stack right here. Right. <laughs> but she started it, so <laughs> she will be the board queen. Board nice. Queen. But that would make, uh, what, what's the daughter's name? Taylor. 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 Taylor that from was, Stargate Atlantis. Right, so she would be a drone. Mm, <laughs> yes. At this point. Until yeah, she, that's true. Right? At this point, she's a baby drone. Baby drone. The <laughs> <laughs> next one comes from Aria Mia. Aria Mia. She has a couple questions, oh. and let's start off. What do you guys think of all the Trek characters, alien or otherwise, what do you think that they would do for an occupation if they lived in our time and place? This um, I think Ferengis would work at 7-Elevens. <laughs> oh! <laughs> or, or in a bank. They'd be bankers. They'd be bankers, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, no, well, the Ferengis you know, like Rom. Yeah, they, you know, they'd be in Wall, Wall Street is, would be Ferengi. That's true, that's true. Absolutely. That's probably better. Yeah, Wall Street. Who would, who would work at 7-Elevens then? Um, the Nausicans? No. No, maybe. Where would they work? Uh, Nausicans? Yeah. Oh. They would be terrorists. Yes, Nausicans and, uh, and Klingons. There's no place for them in this or world. sailors. They, they'd be sailors. Yeah. My, maybe mind, my mind would just switch to places. Now, they got to stop. <laughs> Pirates. Yeah, Nausicans and Klingons don't really have, wouldn't have a place in this society at all. Um, Klingons would make good diplomats? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say dental surgeons. <laughs> Bajorans would be... Well, what Bajoran, well, artists and poets, that's what they are. Yeah. yeah, they would just be hippies, they'd basically. Be like, they'd be like the Catholics. <laughs> right? Right? I mean... Artists and poets? Well, no, no, no. I mean, they'd be like Catholics. They'd be like priests and stuff like that. And right. Like, uh, you know? <laughs> I got it just with the religious aspect, maybe. But. Right, right. Uh, yeah, the, and, and Cardassians? Man. Cardassians would be... They'd be... They'd be Army like the lizards that, like, that bathe on the rocks. That's not an occupation. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So they'd be people that hang out at the pools here in Vegas. Exactly. That's true. They would be like club going guys. You know, those yeah. guys that show up at clubs with their hats those on cultures. sideways. Yeah. Hats on sideways. Yeah. They'd be drinking canar all over the place. Right. That's what they- Is that an occupation? They'd be party boys. Yeah, they'd be. Yeah, they, that's right. They'd be party people. <laughs> Can you imagine that club? <laughs> That'd be a crazy club. Well, kind I'd of, like to go. It'd kind of be like the Fear and Loathing. Oh, all, yeah, yeah, with the, with lizard the lizards. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were just there, body English. That's right, that's right. It wasn't, didn't look quite like that, though. Right. No, no. The, no. the hip boots and the. You know what's funny? I just, I just, I'm reflecting back to Brandy T. I just turned the Kardashians into Kardashians. <laughs> the Kim Kardashians? Right. The Kim Kardashians? Um, as far as Vulcans? Man. It'd be the psychologists, diplomats, doctors. Yeah, yeah. All, doctors. The, all the smart ones, Doctor. the smart logical ones. Right, be doctors, Romulans, lawyers. But yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Lawyers, absolutely. Romulans would be lawyers. You yeah. nailed it right there. Yeah, they'd be perfect for that. 
Um, yeah, what about, else? Uh, Rainbow lion lizards would be chefs. <laughs> <laughs> I think the yeah, other always going to be chefs. Talaxians, yeah, they would be chefs. What about uh, Bet- what about uh, bullions? Barbers. Barbers, yeah. <laughs> Cosmetologists. Betazoids would, would also be the therapist. Hey, I painted you a nicer shade of blue today. Oh. <laughs> like, like. Betazoids would be, yeah, army intelligence and counselors and psychiatrists, psychiatry. So they yeah, all translate sure. pretty much straight over from Trekland. Right, but pretty Trekland. much. Pretty much. We, we should do a, We should do except, an episode one day talk about <laughs> except like Except for Cardassians. Rate. Like talk about each um, species in Star Trek and what 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 relationship they have to uh, um, like country, wise or like culture. Right, but you, kind of it, 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 I would be into that, but that can get dangerous. Yeah, but you know, if we do it with kid clubs off, it'd be fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. We, I, that's a good topic. Yeah, I, well, I mean, that. you know, you just you know, <laughs> Klingons, Klingons, are, Klingons are like the Scots or the Irish or even the Native Americans. You know, at some point, right? Honor and glory and. And warrior race, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, right. it's kind of like that. Well, we'll have, we'll have to see if people write in and see if they want that. And then, right. Yeah, I so. think we all agree, kind of across the across the board, what each species goes into as as a, as a race or as a people. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I'm curious though. It, it is a it's a good a good uh, subject, but it could get a little dicey. Dicey. Yeah. yeah. Depends yeah. on how depends on how sensitive our audience is. But yeah, then again, they if, might if, be very sensitive. Well, if they listen to last week's episode, they're not oh, that sensitive. With your, with your rod? Well, no. <laughs> with your rod? Well, with no. your rod discussion? <laughs> no, that, the, the, the alien interview of last week's podcast. Oh, okay. Boy, people grew if, 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 uh What, edited or unedited? The, no, it, uh, the edited was unedited. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, Did you like, go back hmm, and re-edit that? Should, no. Should I, post, should I post the edited one or the unedited one? Like, <laughs> and he's like, oops, that was the edited one. He's like, one. oops, I had to well, post I, ed- I edited it, but then I didn't listen to that alien interview, and I was like, oh, my. When Vroggle's talking about the mouse disappearing, wow. I had no idea that was still in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if, I don't know. Okay. Those Ferengis, though, you get them drunk, and they start talking. Oh, Vroggle doesn't drink. No. Rich Plus, he's in the... Uh, he must be into magic. Right. <laughs> it was all very innocent, I'm sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, anyways. It is what you make it. And that's, yeah. I think that's how we should approach the episode if we ever do right. the cultures. Right. Yeah. Well, there was a few things we said last week that I thought, maybe I should edit that because it might be offensive. It's like, you know what? We're all grownups. It's like we're joking and stuff. It's fine. You know? Yeah. 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 You know? It's not like we have major corporate sponsors that are going to pull the plug if we right. say the wrong thing. <laughs> right. You know? We're not Michael Phelps. We didn't get caught smoking pot, and, and, you know, in the car. Or right. Like that. Right. 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 Or, or Michael Vick. Or we're not. Yeah. Torturing, we're not, you're not fighting dogs. dogs. Like yeah. That. Exactly. All in good fun. Next question. What are you guys and Trekcast like in the alternate universe? Oh my god, we're so cool. We're not we're not anything like this. Yeah, we we would we would be doing a show called like a like a hip cast. It was like all the cool things. No, you we know, would like, What would we be like in the alternate universe? That's a That's an interesting I, question. I'd be a farmer. <laughs> oh yeah, because you you hate the outdoors. I know the great outdoors. <laughs> I hate I hate the outdoors and vegetables. So I'd probably be like a beet farmer. <laughs> <laughs> what would that make me? I'd be like a I'd be a saint. Right. Well, you, you oh because we, now you are. Well, you serve booze in a gambling establishment, so your alternate self would be. Oh, he uh, he wouldn't be Mister Winky. No, no. Right now you're Mr. Winky. <laughs> Mr. Winky. Oh, that's a, that's actually pretty good because you are. All you need is the uh, 
little you, armband. Yeah, the garter around your arm, and then you need to, the, the, little the mustache. Yeah, and the, the rag, Ralph mustache. Yeah, exactly, and the rag to put in the glass. You know. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Wink. That's a uh, Disney thing. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about, Mr. Toad. Yeah, Mr. Toad. Mr. Yeah, Toad. Wind in the Willows. Yeah, um, that's a great book. Oh, but that that whole the the animated one is so, with Mr. Winky and the, the the weasels. Oh my God. Anyway, but alternate unit. What would you be in alternate universe? You I make. No. Well. I don't know. Something that would have to be the opposite of me. Everything that I hate, I would love. Right. You'd be really blonde. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, then, huh? Right. You'd be blonde, and um, you would not. You'd work with children. You'd work with. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? That across the board, our alternate selves are all nicer than we are. Isn't that funny? <laughs> like, we didn't say, like, our evil selves, because like, we are the evil versions of us. We're in the... Oh, we're See, not evil. Though. Not Come evil. On. We're not evil, but it's like, I think what Arya needs to know is we're in the, the mirror universe. There's an alternate <laughs> other universe out there where Trek cast is, it's, it's the flower cast and it's, you know, we're, we, we go green and, we, <laughs> and we're talking about, you know... Uh-huh. In an alternate universe, in the JJ uh, timeline, we would be, uh, we would have gone to see the premiere... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> maybe the next movie will get him. That's that's yeah. the, that's the JJ verse, right? Yeah, I think I think we are in the mirror universe. I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, you know, you never know. Right. You never know till you pop into another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a good one. If captains or characters from Trek all ran for president, or with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Another political leadership role in any country. Who would win and what would happen? Well, Cisco. Yeah, would, he's the most. He's the most. Cisco wouldn't win. Likable. He'd win. Well, I'd vote for him, but he wouldn't win. Oh, what? Come on. He'd <laughs> no, win. No, he wouldn't. Nah, Kirk would win. Kirk, no, yeah, Kirk I would don't win. Know. Hands down. Yeah, Kirk would win. Yeah, I don't know. He's the, but he's kind of a womanizer kind of guy, kind of a little bit of a brute. I think Denny Crane would shoot him and take over the job. <laughs> you know, the thing Cisco is. Cisco gives better speeches. Oh, Cisco does give good, good speeches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shatner does pretty good himself. And Picard wouldn't run because he's French. Well, maybe he would. Maybe he would uh, be president of France. He just oh. get some. Che- he just get some cheese with that wine. Actually, the, to, to <laughs> honestly, uh, Picard would win because he's the most, if dare I say, politically correct of all the all of them. Think you know? so? Yeah, he's he's the pri- he's Mister Prime Directive. He'd win. Oh actually. yeah, Cisco might not win because of his religious affiliations. With, with right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right there. I mean, there's a million reasons Cisco wouldn't win. See, we're getting all political and stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> but I would. But I would vote and, for and Cisco. You know another reason why why he couldn't be president? Why? Because he's dead. Oh, Cisco. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> 
I'm like, oh wait, he's not even around anymore. That's right. He, he's he's a prophet now. Yeah, he's a prophet. <laughs> Prophets but, can't but be I would presidents. Vo- but I would vote for Cisco. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I, 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 he out of all the Star Trek captains, he's to me the leader. That he's a leader. I would I would follow that guy. Oh, that so, was that was a spoiler, wasn't it? Why? Spoiler alert. Oh, because you haven't watched <laughs> DS9 and you're listening to a Star Trek podcast? Uh, I, I, if, I, if I spoiled something, I'm really sorry. Well, he's not really dead. Nah, he's right. around. No, he's, no, he's, he's floating in some kind of ethereal plane. Right. He might be back tomorrow or yesterday. We don't know. <laughs> what was that over there? Whoa, you got like a, a, a cat running around in back there? No, no, that was just, I don't know. I heard a high pitched squeal. It was probably our cat. <laughs> I have no, there's no animals here. There's no, oh, all right. other than myself, of course. <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Who is the best and all time worst first officer engineer or any crewman in your opinion? Oh, worst. Yeah. Let's just do worst. Oh. She wants the best and the worst. We'll just do worst. Well, worst doctor easily crusher for you. <laughs> well, no, just in skill level. I mean, if you just took merely skill level, I mean, Bashir is awesome. He's genetically engineered and perfect. Flox is the most, un, you know, crazy, out of control. He'll do anything to fix your guy ever. Bones is bones. Can't, you can't beat that. Bones, bones, you bones, know? bones. And, and the doctor, and, and the, doc, the hologram doctor, I mean, he, you know, he knows everything there is. is um, but as far as, see, they didn't really do a lot of inept characters, you know? I would have to say um, the... Ensign Gomez. Was that it? Ensign Gomez oh, yeah. that they, the hot chocolate. Oh, I hated her. Well, she was and only around for what? Two episodes? Two episodes. You know, it's, I almost got the feeling when you're watching, I think it's season two. They were trying to get Yeah, her. they were trying to bring her in. And oh, uh, thank you for not making that happen because she She's was like, hideous. And yeah. then, uh, you know, dare I say it, Barkley. Yeah. I, I like the character, but man, you know, like, like he was a real, he would never be a real officer. <laughs> There's no way. I know, but he's so awesome. He's so funny. He is awesome. But yeah, you're right. You wouldn't want him on your team, even though he always does not Every time he got assigned to away mission, I wanted to like slip him a cheeseburger with a, with a sleeping pill in it, and then he'd just fall asleep and wake up when the away mission was over. <laughs> but yeah, actually, you're right. He's, we wasn't, you know, even like, well, see, Rom was really good. That was, what, yeah. that was a joke with Rom is he was really, really. But you didn't find that out until later. Right. At first, he just seemed like an idiot, right. complete idiot. And I mean, David, you're—I think you're overlooking your—you're the most important one. Who, uh, Troy? No. Crusher. No. 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 Figure. Will Come be- on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. What? Come on, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who? What Rain- are you getting Rainbow at, Lion man? Lizard. Oh, Rainbow Lion Lizard. What Neelix. was? He? What was he? Neelix was by hands down. He's a Talaxian, but. He was the, the the worst character, I think, in all of Star Trek. Oh, he, he, I don't he, know. I, th- I think Kess was kind of up there, too. Or down there. <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't inept at their job, though. Yeah, he was. I don't know. I don't know. Neelix couldn't cook a damn thing, either. That's maybe true. I don't know. <laughs> Remember, he he tried to he tried to rein, reinvent uh, Plomik's soup for Tuvok and <laughs> made it too spicy for him. Because <laughs> that's true. It's not supposed to have any flavor. No, it's supposed to be just vegetable broth. Right, like water, warm water. Oh, but like, he had such a big heart. Uh, he did have a big heart. He's trying to make it better. <laughs> Poor Neelix. And it wasn't him. I like the guy. I just don't like I don't like how he was written. You know, he's, he's Phillips is a cool guy. Yeah, just the character was written so and, he, and the costume was so goofy. Yeah, you know what you're right. Yeah, Rainbow Lion Lizard. Not not cool. <laughs> not cool. 
<laughs> Dude, if, if, if Jared rocked his, his uh, Quan outfit, if I could get a Neelix outfit, I would rock that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, you know, you know who's the most inept is, is Alexander. No, but he wasn't. He wasn't any kind of ranking anything. Well, remember they put him in charge of that. Uh, he was like weapons officer or whatever on that sh- on the Klingon ship, and he just buffed everything he touched. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he was pretty bad. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's some Cardassians <laughs> coming in, but it was just a, the simulator that was, it was still a simulation. online. It was like, oh, yeah. everything he did was so bad. He was the worst as far as like inept, just yeah. bad, just bad. Good, great, but I love, I love the guy. I mean, I think you know. It's, I, I did, thought it was, did Alexander ever do anything good? No, because I mean, the writers. You think you know, son of war. Son of war. Son of war. That was the magic word of the day. Yes. <laughs> 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 you think that to do his, you know, to do honor to the family Moog, that they'd make Alexander at least. I know, and they didn't. The, 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 all they like did a was win a big battle, or right? They just made kill him somebody. No, even at the end, he didn't even redeem himself. <laughs> it, no. it was just they just. He's just going to transfer over and be the ship's fool. He's just. But then they gave him the best man for Worf's wedding, but that was you know. I think he messed uh, that up too, didn't he? Somehow. In the episode where he came back no, as the older Alexander to try to kill the, his younger self. Right. Didn't he, didn't he become a good person by then? Well, no, he ended up, his whole life was a, a waste because he came back and he had become a peacemaker. Oh, which ended that's up, right. And, and, and his, his enemies uh, saw that as weakness and killed Worf. So even that, even alternate reality, Alexander was a complete loser. <laughs> That's he like can horrible. do no good. You're right. They never redeemed him at all, did they? You know what? Now, now I feel like as if we have to exonerate him. We have to do the create your own Trek guest episode with Alexander. Alexander, a good Klingon. You know what? Put that on the list. That's pretty good. Yeah, like, that's on the list. Whoa! I'm now head of the council. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe or maybe better yet we'll do it a la Star Wars episode one where he'll like accidentally steer the Klingon bird of prey into <laughs> the, the Dominion shipyards and right. destroy the whole thing thereby winning the war because he accidentally fired a Vordan torpedo right right he can, he can quote all the Annie things like uh oh and oops and that's this is tense but he yeah. can be like whoa <laughs> yeah. this is tense uh oh Oh, okay. Next question. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next question. What would the world do without Star Trek? Where would technology, literature, and art be today without it? Oh, you know what we'd be doing right now? Watching TV. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's too heavy for me. Have yeah, that's that's it? that's like you know. There's there's been epic discussions on those kind of things. Yeah, I'd love to answer your question, but that is that's too much for me to handle. That's that's for like a whole show. <laughs> you know what you're right. That is actually two shows. You know what we should do a I don't note. think art would be affected. I, I think, think we should stop what? reading Aria Mia's questions and just make them show topics. I think so too. I think I think technology would be affected severely. But you're right, art wouldn't. Art wouldn't. Mm. Uh Discovery Channel or uh science no history. Oh, the, I don't know. It was how, one of those. They, how did, they did how William Shatner changed the world. That they, was they, a great four-part series, three three or four-part series. That was really yeah. good. Oh, I take yeah, it if, back. If you can art, find art. that online, it, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Photography is art. Right. There's there's tons of you know space photography and yeah, space. <laughs> <laughs> so it would it would be yeah, you're not, right. not that much. You're not right. as much we're, as technology. You're right. We'll stop reading agreement. We'll read them and then we'll just take them as show topics and take credit for them. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> Like, <laughs> listen to this topic we came up with. <laughs> We're brilliant. <laughs> okay, next one is from Kukulakana. All right. 
This is an email about the women of Star Trek from oh. episode 35. She's got a few comments. Okay. First one is... Was that, was that a triple? No, that was me going... Now, wait. Uh-huh. Is Kukulakana a female? I don't know. I, is she a human female? She is. Kukulakana, Kana of the planet... Of the country New Zealand, southern hemisphere, and pla- of planet dirt. I don't know if it's hey, a female or a male. Did we, didn't we just kind of make up that she was from... No. Or he was from New no. Zealand? No. Oh, the, yeah, we... No, we did, I think. I thought we, we did. did. I thought original. the name just sounded New Zealandish, and we just went with it. Do we were yeah. right? Apparently so. We're never right. Apparently so, but I'm sure we're going to get another stream of emails from <laughs> okay about this. Okay. We just can't get it right. Right. Okay. Women of Star Trek. Okay. Comments. Major Kira was, was is kick butt awesome. Yep. No, that's not all. Funny <laughs> you guys should have mentioned that Troy is a little loose in her relationships. Extenuating circumstances for sure, but who else noticed that Kira snogged Tom Riker and Julian Bashir in two successive episodes while she was still dating Burrell? Still, she's awesome. Now, wait a minute. Now, when, when she snogged uh, Bashir. I like that word, snogging. Yeah, that was. Um, it's cute. I think that was when they were in the, under the influence of uh, uh, Luxana, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't. They didn't. I know they didn't do anything. Because remember, Cisco told them because Bashir was going to go to Kira's quarters, and he's like, "I think you should wait a couple of days." And I don't think did, she said they just stayed up and talked with Tom Riker. <laughs> that's what, that's what everybody is says. Like, Tom, is Tom like, wouldn't let you just talk. Even if it was Tom, it wasn't. It wasn't Will. Now, if it was Will, she'd have had no choice in the matter. She would have just. Get, been, he'd get on that blue shirt of his and yeah, blue blouse, and, and, and it would have just blue blouse. Yeah, and it would have just been on. But but Tom, I don't think has the the skills that Will has. I think he does. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. It's the goatee instead of the beard. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hard to say, but I don't think she did either one. Now, I know that she was kind of yeah. She was Barile. There was another one too. It was like a couple of Vedics. And I, I like that Ducat mentioned that, that, oh, you seem to like powerful men. Because everybody that Kira's into is some kind of powerful guy. Yeah. It's, it's never just some dude. It's never the guy that works at the bungee stick dealer. <laughs> but Maybe that's why she never had a serious relationship. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> are they bungee stick? What are those things called? They look like big popsicles. I was going to say you were eating one today, but I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, bungee sticks. or what? It's a big, it's a Bajoran dessert, and they walk around. It looks like a big mom pop. Bungee really? Stick. Yeah, there's, it's on the promenade. How, how did you? How do you know that? Because <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> but I, I don't I know don't what even I remember mean. hearing about that or seeing oh. a big. Bungee yeah, they, they, they're 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 like a big. It looks like a big bomb pop, and they sell them on the promenade. Jake's always eating one. Nog's always eating one. They ate them during the festivals. <laughs> oh man, am I I'm crazy? Gonna, I'm not. No, you're not. Probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go back and look for that. Okay, but yeah, she always she does always date the. The the big guys, but um, but yeah, I have to admit she she's one of my favorite characters ever in Star Trek is Kira Norris. I agree, as well. Hmm. Next one. Right. <laughs> there is no mention of the female founder in your list in your list of DS Nine women. I point this out not as a criticism, but because I'm curious what you thought of her. As despotic warlords go. <laughs> yeah. I love her. You know what? I think she's awesome. Great character. I mean, it's it's funny though, but. That, that just goes back to my point is, why is she even female? Why is Odo male? We know why Odo's male, because he kind of tried to emulate Dr. Mm, oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, um, but she didn't have to be female. They can choose any form. So is he even technically female? They're just piles of goo that look like something. 
Exactly. But she is awesome, though. And it's funny. Well, her I, it, face looked the same as Oda. I mean, she just had breasts. That's about the only Right, right. That's really the only difference. And they were really low breasts. She was an older yeah. lady. Well, I mean, they that were. happens. <laughs> well, I, maybe it does, but they were, they were like down around the mid-waist region. Those. Well, Odo couldn't get the human face right. And she couldn't get the movies right. Uh, exactly. Maybe that's how. But you don't but know. But you know what? Odo can get it right, but nobody can get it right. I don't get it. Like, what's but you so know hard what? about some, that? But some can. There, Did you ever notice how Odo's face changes, like, from season to, to the very end, where it's, like, a lot more smoother? Yeah. Like, in the beginning, it was, like, you could actually see features of his face. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he didn't look very good in the first season. But you know, I, yeah. always, I always. But that doesn't bother me because, in a, in a, in a, in an RP stance, sense, well, he, it changes every day. He's got to redo that face every morning. Some days he's tired. Yeah. You know? <laughs> quite, quite as put together. Right. I mean, so, you know, every day he's, he comes out of the bucket and he's got to put that same face on. And some days he's good. And he just got better after year two. <laughs> I guess. Too true. You know? Well, I think they made a, a whole one piece because I think originally it was uh, it was different sections. And I think they just made it a whole piece. Oh, for probably for ease. Yeah. Because it's funny. You're right. The Season one, you could see his cheekbones and stuff. It, yeah. it didn't look nearly as cool. Is it no. eventually? Yeah, and I think instead of slapping on a whole bunch of different pieces, they, they just made one piece that way they can. Yeah. That must be it. I learned on the panel that he can hold his nose and blow the mask right off of his face. That's, that's how, awesome. That's how he took it off. He'd hold his nose and blow, like blow out his nose or blow out his mouth, and it would just, it would like bubble up and fall off. That's how he got out of his makeup. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's really interesting. <laughs> he probably learned that when he had a cold <laughs> once and sneezed. His face just blew off. Right. Next one is from Brian from Mishawaka, Indiana. Whoa. Hey, Trackcasters. I've heard you mention quite a few times that you guys are into soundtracks. Yes. I don't know if you've heard already, but Film Score Monthly is putting out the full soundtrack of James Horner's Wrath of Khan with something like 14 previously unreleased tracks. In addition, TrekScore.com has a few unreleased soundtracks from Enterprise episodes that are available for a free download. These include, among a few other things, the soundtracks to the episodes Canamar, Silent Enemy, and a and a mirror deadly parts one and two. Hey, what was that website again? Trek, Trek core, Trek Maybe it's Trek score. It would have to be Trek score. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Um, it's I did. Trek Oh, it's Trek core. Yeah, maybe. Well, there's also the, um, now I did know about the wrath of Khan thing, but not when he wrote that email. It's funny. Cause we're going back a little ways, yeah, a couple weeks. A few weeks and, um, I had read that, and I totally had forgotten about it, and I, I was going to be way into it. And then I saw Jared at the convention, and he was talking about it. He got it and said it. the Wrath of Khan one is great. It's every single note played in that movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Is put there. It was all cues and everything. Yeah. He said it's amazing. It's really, really good. And that's one of my favorite Star Trek soundtracks is Wrath of Khan. This is a really cool website, actually. Got all kinds of goodies. Really? I'm looking at it right now. Is, yeah. it, is it core or score? Core. Core. Okay, C-O-R-E. Okay. Yep. TrekCore.com. Check out TrekCore.com. There we go. Awesome. Next one is from Stu Cooper. Stu! <laughs> Stu. He opens it. Greetings, David. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Darren and the Osto vocally alluring Alicia. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> what, not me? Nice. Ah, uh, that's funny. David, you're vocally alluring to me. Oh, I'm only vocally alluring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I was listening to the Frank Sinatra song Love and Marriage from the Married to Children theme after watching the episode of DS9 where Odo finally confesses his love for Kira and it got me thinking, what is your favorite Star Trek romance? Are there two characters you've always wanted to see hook up that never did? I'm not sure if this was addressed in a previous episode, but I thought it would make for an interesting discussion. Oh, man. My favorite hookup would be would have to be Worf and Dax. I always had a soft spot for Worf, Worf ever since he had to watch his mate get murdered. So I was glad to find I was glad to see him find love. I've always rooted for the doctor to win over seven of nine, so I was pretty upset when she chose Chakotay of all people to hook up with. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Man, was- you know what? That's a great topic. Wait, wait, wait. Should we even mention this or should we save that? Because that is good uh, uh, romance in, in Trek. We have not touched that yet. Not really. No. You know what? I, you know what? I hate to take Stu's thing and, just, and say I'm not answering you. I think that's next week's topic. Think so? Yeah, isn't that, isn't that good? We can go an hour on that. Easy. Oh, yeah. All Romance. right, Stu, you've got an episode. Oh man, Stu, the man. Oh, we could even do we could even do bromances. Oh, bro- bromances? no, no. Yeah, no, you should. <laughs> you should do bromances. Well, because there's only one good bromance, though. No, and, that's uh, not true. There's well, Data and Jordy and and. Uh, yeah, that one's not. That was. But nobody touches Bashir and O'Brien. Yeah, those guys. But you know, I'm not. Yeah, let's. In fact, I'm not saying any more about that. Oh, look at this, man. There's a really cool picture of the Gorn on here. That's awesome. Sorry, ooh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm alone over here. I have no, I have no Dave and Alicia to look at, so I'm looking at... Now we're just watching you watch, look at a... a I know, we see, yeah. We, we're, see we're, light on your face. Dude, we're watching Darren watch a Gorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, next one is from Jeremy Petrovich. Hey, TrekCast, I was watching the original series episode, The City on the Edge of Forever. Great. And I thought it was interesting how drastically the timeline was altered when McCoy saved Edith Keller. She went on to organize a peace movement that led to the United States staying out of the war long enough for the Nazis to develop the atomic bomb, thus winning the, the war. I was thinking that maybe this is where the mirror universe splits off. That could be what makes the Terrans the way they are in later episodes. World War III still might have happened when a resistance movement undoubtedly would have fought back. That could lead us into the events of the Enterprise Mirror episodes. Thoughts? Maybe. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think he hit it because, yeah, because the Terrans, the Terrans going to get their butt kicked all the time, and that might be a why. It could have went back to City on the Edge. Wow. Could have. You know what? I wonder if there is, I wonder if there is an actual telling of where the Mirror, I'm sure there is in the novel somewhere. Oh, where it the started? The Mirror Universe. Right, or is it just always going? But that was our first glimpse at it. Maybe that's really a good point. Why not? I'm with you. I'll I'll buy that. That's where it started, and then the Nazis won the war because we were all wimpy. You know, I, we didn't tell you that uh, on at the Hilton, Alicia and I went to um, to get our tickets for our our, our weekly spin. You know, mm-hmm. and it was after the convention. This was uh, Thursday, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the the little girl that works at the ticket booth, um, okay. so I think she's a little Filipino girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, I, I made some comment like, man, it was busy last week, huh? Because you know the, the Hilton was just full of Trekkies. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, did did you guys come to the convention? We're like, yeah, yeah, we, we didn't see you much, but yeah, we were here. Yeah, and then she, what did she say? She said, oh, were you here to see Spark? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what? Like Spock? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spark. Yeah, she's like, she's, funny. Yeah, she's like, I like Star Wars. You know, like, but and, I don't know. <laughs> we, yeah, we came to see Spark. That's funny. That <laughs> was great. That was awesome. That so, was cute. Oh. Well. Did you come to see Spark? <laughs> Next email That's great. From Mythos. Mythos. Hey, buddy. And we wanted to say thank you, Mythos. Man. He, he gave us a donation for a, a drink fund. Yeah. <laughs> a drink fund. From, he said, I hope you guys had a great convention. We did. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, yeah, Mythos. So thanks. Yeah, he gave, so us a, cool. he, he gave us a, he actually gave us a donation uh-huh. to get a, a few drinks on it, and we did. We did. As, awesome. as, as, Mission accomplished. <laughs> as you could tell for the last episode. Actually, you know what? Blame Mythos for that. There you go. Yes. If we sounded too <laughs> drunk and belligerent, that's Mythos doing right there. <laughs> we At least one. one big old drink. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we just swam in it all weekend. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Next email is from Ryan from Hudson, Wisconsin. Oh. Let's see. If it's a little extra, after watching the movie, he was asking, if you could have any job aboard a starship, what would it be? I, I would think about being a transporter chief. That would be awesome. You get to transport people in and out of adventures and always get to interact with the captain and senior staff. You know what? That's not a bad choice because you want something, as we learned in Lower Decks from Next Generation, you want something where you're privy to inside information. Because if you're not, you don't know what's going on. It's like working in a submarine. You don't know where you're at. You don't know where you're going. You don't, they, don't, they don't tell everybody everything. But, um, you know, we always see the senior staff, so we know everything as the viewer. But if you were on the ship, yeah, you know, transporter. I think you stand there. They don't have a chair, though. That's the only problem I have with transporter chiefs. Well, they did in the new movie. In the new movie, they did. You're right. They did. But in, like, mm-hmm. all, the other, all the other incarnations, they just stand there. Like, maybe in the future, people have really, really strong calves. Maybe. They just like, get used to it, maybe. Then they can just stand, like, war for hours and hours. You know, that's awesome. Like, can you imagine if you're, you're, you're war for the transporter chief and they go, well, we're heading to Centauri five or whatever. It'll be, uh, you know, ETA is about four hours. You're like, Oh, I got to stand here for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It would be, have to be something like that where you, you got the inside information. Cause if not, you'd just be doing your job and you wouldn't know where you were at. So yeah, transporter chief is pretty good or chef. You know, I, I I like that whole rainbow lion lizard thing where you're, you know, you're kind of our bartender. You know, like kind of. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'd have. I'd have to be ten forward all the way. Yeah, you know something, but because you'll still get actually hear all the inside information because you get give people a couple of drinks. Right, and if you're serving there, you get to wear that green checkerboard outfit. Yeah, yeah which couldn't be any worse than the one I wore at Gorksell for all those years. <laughs> hey, what did you wear before the bowling shirts? Oh, it was like this purple turtleneck that was tight, made out of like spandex. Wow, what? I don't polyester, really... and then it had like a. I we refer to them as Southwest <laughs> Southwest Airline seat cover cushions. Oh uh, yes, the, like a vest over it. Yeah, it was a vest. Oh, okay, looked like, it would look like something that you would have got on the old Southwest Airlines airplane. You know seat what? Cover. I remember that now. Now I remember mm-hmm. that. They're oh. hideous. <laughs> Those were bad. Hey, but you know they they fit the theme, I guess. You know, I always thought you guys should have just been in Starfleet uniforms. I don't know why you weren't. Because we weren't Starfleet we're officers. Starfleet. We were we were. 
We were non-coms. Yeah, we, weren't even, we weren't even officers. Yeah. We were just uh, um, originally the uh, the um, we used to have this training manual, and it told went into whole detail. We were supposed to be Bajorans. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. So that was kind of like the uniform. Oh, because you're Bajorans working on the space station. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm, exactly. See, but I mean, as far as just a, 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 a you know someone that shows up and wants a drink, I, you know, I want to see people in Starfleet. That's just kind of what you know. You know, the ser- yeah. the servers kind of looked Bajoran. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, they had like the lo- the ro- like the hostess had the robes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what that's what they were going for. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I just always thought everybody should walk around the Starfleet universe just because it's a Star Trek bar. I, yeah, I, but I don't think you would be. As a bartender, you wouldn't be in uniform. Like you wouldn't be on as on duty, right? But you know what I mean, yeah. But it's, that's getting into the role playing thing again, right? I just kind of think that you know, yeah. I'm when, a, when, when the place opened it up, they wanted to make sure that it was very authentic to right, very to, authentic to the TS nine. Huh. Exactly. Wow. Oh, well. Cool. Hmm. Okay. Next one comes from our friend Giles. Giles. This is a newer, Giles. This is a newer email. Oh. Hey, gang. Sorry I couldn't be in Vegas, but we'll be there next year. Any chance you could promote, promote my new video venture? And actually, we, we will because it's pretty cool. I checked it out today. He has a link up on our, our crew page Yeah, in the comments section. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. It, the, the, it was pretty funny. The captain's co- champagne cocktail. It's funny. This is this the first year we haven't seen Giles at the convention. Yeah. If you if, if for those of you who've ever been to a convention, you've probably seen him. He looks just well, not just like, but he's he's like a skinnier, taller version of uh, Captain Picard. That's right. Yeah. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny is in the in the convention episode we were talking with Anthony from Trek Movie, right? And you know how he said how he said uh, they did a contest when the, when the scans went on sale for men. Right. If anybody would actually wear one. <laughs> and uh, I, I sent him a picture of Giles in a scant. <laughs> just so he could have one. <laughs> and a scant is a man's skirt. Skirt yes. man. A man's skirt. Scant. <laughs> um, the, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, we saw Barry, but we didn't see Giles. It was kind of, a, kind of a weird thing to see one without the other. Yeah, they're like, they're like uh, um, what was that show, Tom Hanks, you know, where they dressed as women? Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies. Bosom buddies. buddies. They're like Bosom Buddies. Space, they're like the, space, the, bosom buddies. like the Trek Bosom Buddies. That's right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one gotta, Cis- gotta love those guys, but, though. But one is Cisco and one's Picard. That's pretty funny. That's right. You know, no, we love those guys. And yeah, the, the link could is you, up on our crew page. Could you, could you imagine a Star Trek Buzz and Buddies? Like Picard and Cisco dressed up as women to stay in the, like, the start the, stay in the Starfleet. Cisco would have to shave the goatee. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, the early Cisco. Yeah. Like, oh, could you imagine that? That would just be ridiculous. <laughs> and they have to dress like that to, to stay aboard whatever, you know, the past tour. You know, they're playing nurses or something. Yep. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, man. Yeah, well. Next email comes from Jeffrey Harlan. Um, I thought you guys would like this. I put together a spreadsheet listing every Star Trek story in chronological order. I'm still working on the original series, but everything before and after is finished. It's even color-coded since it includes everything. TV, film, blue, novels, red is comics, green, and green is games, uh, and gray, it's all color-coded. And lists which, which universes the story takes place in. And... He sounds like he's done an awesome job and have heavy. I've, I, I looked at it and it's it's. Remember that we did the timeline episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is exactly it's. It, this is the. This is what it. What <laughs> this is what I was trying to make. He did it, and mm-hmm. it's it's like this is how it's supposed to be. It's an actual timeline. You can see where everything overlaps, where the movies hit, where the shows overlapped. It's great. I, in fact, I'll, I'll send it to you so you could put it up on the on the show notes or something because it's really good. It's really, you know, 
It's you know, it, it's fascinating to look at to see when everything happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's using this his whole spreadsheet to figure out that star date zero 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 point zero each year is on May twenty third, not January first, like most people assume. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Federation Day. So he's got right. very accurate dates for all the next. Well, what, what does he list as Federation Day on there? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the spreadsheet. I, I remember I looked at it. I read the email and I looked at it, and because we we had said Federation Day was the eighth when the movie came out. Right. That's what uh, he's saying that it's yeah, it's May tw- May thirty first or twenty first. May twenty third. May twenty third. No, 23rd, he's, saying, so. he's saying May twenty third, not January first. Like most that's people. the year. Yeah. That's the year date. So yeah. he's not saying fe- that, he's, that's he's not Federation, Day. Federation Day. Oh, I thought he was saying it was Federation Day. No, no, no. That was just that's just like the the beginning of the year. Interesting. Wow. I, I saw. Yeah, I looked at the email. It was very cool, very detailed. That is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we'll post that so people yes, know, yeah. so people know what we're talking about. <laughs> Next email is from Shailen Kenobi, and he opened up the email asking if you had received a sound file a few weeks ago. You know what? I didn't. Okay, well then, there's your answer. <laughs> I uh, didn't. We send that sound file. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't get it. I read the email. I was like, I don't remember getting a, a four-minute sound file. I did. I got some sound files from, I think, Mythos from a convention. Or it was a Son of Wharf. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have those. It was from some, uh, some uh, like an East Coast convention. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I do not remember getting anything from, from, from Mr. Kenobi. So Kenobi, you said. Uh, Mr. Kenobi. Because <laughs> I would have remembered. Okay. Well, he has more. Okay. He has a question about, <clears throat> these are the voyages, which I just saw last week with Riker and Troy. Are we supposed to believe that the, this holodeck fiasco is actually taking place in the same time frame as the Pegasus episode? Frake still looks believable as Riker, but Troy looks completely weird. In addition to having aged past the timeline of the Pegasus episode, her uniform has a much more turquoise hue than the blue uniform in the original episode. For your immediate comparison, I have attached a screenshot of Troy. I saw the, uh, that, that I have, yeah. And I know I'm a bit of a sap, but I did enjoy Riker's interaction with the Enterprise crew. But overall, but overall the way Marina Sirtis looks kind of pulled me out of the, the episode's believability too much. You know, I mentioned this on a previous episode. I think Marina's had work done because she almost looks better now than she did then. And she looked a lot, I think she looked better in Enterprise and, and then she did back then. Like she's had some work done or something. And she sounds different to me. Like she, maybe a little bit. Yeah, like like maybe she had like some nose work done or something. And um it's subtle. You can't I can't put my finger on what it is, but she sounds completely different to me. Not as nasally? Yes. But I also think I also thought that that episode, um, the final episode of Enterprise, I thought it was supposed to be years after the Pegasus episode. Mm-mm. You know, just it just happened to be, you know, they just happened to go back and revisit it. I didn't think it was like like the day after the Pegasus episode. I yeah, it was supposed to be during. Oh, really? Yeah, that's because because when uh, um, it's when uh, Riker, it's how Riker decides he wants to tell Picard about what Bro. what's going on with that thing. See, I thought it was years later. I thought it was mm-hmm. like after, like I thought it was like after Nemesis or something. You know, like, or, yeah. or well, I guess they were still on the D, but I thought it was way later. Well, it was, I mean, filming-wise, it was, what, like 15 years later? Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, you can't really, I mean, come on, I mean, you can't really uh, fault them for that. I mean, people age, I mean, look at Data. I mean, you you hear far less people complain about Data, what he looked like 15 years later, as opposed to what Marina Sirtis looked like, you know, 15 years later at the end of These Are the Voyages. And true, and you know what, Marina Sirtis looks more like Troy than, than Data does. 
looks, exactly. doesn't want a day that looks like data. <laughs> you, yeah. watch, you watch like Nemesis and oh man, he doesn't like I do it. know that that episode pissed off a lot of people because they just weren't happy with the way it ended. And I, I kind of agree, but you know, but again, it was only meant to be a season, not a season, not a series finale, a season finale. And right. they were supposed to bring it back, but they kind of rewrote it, you know, last minute to include some elements. Right. Yeah. I, like I said, I didn't even really look that far into it because I mean, I love the Pegasus episode. That's got John Locke in it, and um, mm-hmm. it's. But I, th- I just figured it was years later, and he was gonna come clean with it or something. I'll have to watch it again to find out exactly. It's awesome. So. I love it. I do too. Well, I loved it at the time. It was like a Lost Next Generation episode. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's why they did it. I think they did it because it tied in all the all those incarnations of Star Trek together. And that was like a sending off point. And that's right. why they think they, they, why I think they did it. I also love that you finally saw who the chef was. Well, you don't really. Right. It was right. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool because they always mention the chef, but you'd never seen him until until yep. that episode. And it's Riker. That's pretty funny. And you're like, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I get it now. That's cool. Yep. Kenobi was also curious about how much you guys liked Frame of Mind. The episode Frame of Mind. To me, it was one of my favorite episodes, though not very Star Trek-y, really. It was just completely awesome. It was very suspenseful, and I loved how the illusion just kept breaking down and rebuilding. What are your thoughts on this rarely mentioned episode? Frame of Mind is the one with uh, where Riker's doing that play. and then But it's not really a play. It's kind of reality, and these aliens have taken over, and it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of deep. And, you know, it is kind of good. It, it delves into the soul, kind of, you know, like the inner workings of humanity, I guess. Right. I, Which is kind of Star Trek's all about, I mean, in a, in a sense. Yeah, it's it's a little too creepy for me. It's like Night Terrors. It's just, the night. I don't like Night Terrors either, and uh, they're just too creepy. I mean, not in, not in the, like, the horror, we're just a kind of a little too cerebral inner mm-hmm. mind stuff that kind of makes me uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. it's. I think it, it's. It's a crazy episode, and it's unlike most Star Trek. Well, I guess he mentioned that it was. It's very un Star Trek. It is. It's. It's really like watching like a. I don't know. I don't like a David Lynch movie or something. It's really different. Mm-hmm. Not my thing, though. I'm not. A, You're it's also a, not a David Lynch. Person. No, no, no. I, I do what is Kung Fu and spaceships, man. That's all I want. And that's. Well, just, how many episodes of Next Generation did they do that? Where where they got abducted and then they were forced to relive a, like a, 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 a lie. Yeah. That, they were kind of getting into that, weren't they? And that this one, but this is like the pinnacle of that. Cause this one, you don't know when you're watching it, what's really going on and what's reality and what's not. And that said, that's just not my thing. I mean, although, although it's, I'm sure it's a, it Braga wrote it. And I mean, I'm sure it's well done. I'm just not, it's not, <laughs> I'll have to revisit it. Yeah. It's not really my, my cup of tea just cause it's too out there. I wonder, I wonder how many episodes of Star Trek, the next generation there was where a cast member is, is abducted or well, it's a, either replaced this situation where they were forced to live another life. It's funny. I was thinking about another one I don't like, which is just what you described future imperfect. I don't like that one either. Yeah. Where uh, Picard thinks he's, I mean, uh, Riker thinks he's gone 70 years in the future and he's got a son and Jean Luc, mm-hmm. the son, and all that. That's, I, that's another one. I'm like, ee, ee. Not well, you said before that you don't you don't care for those type of episodes that are just like, like that don't matter. Mm. Right. At the end, nothing happened. You know, it was yeah, like, it like didn't, reset yeah. button. Yeah, I'm not a bad, it's just not a, they're all, I'm sure if you like those episodes, there's a bunch out there, but I, it's not my, not my thing. Mm-mm. Next. Scream that. It comes from Rob, a.k.a. The Flabber. The Flabber? The Flabber. The Flabber. Oh, wasn't Flabber the, uh, the, the, isn't that Scarlet's toy? Or not Scarlet, but, uh. 
That was Flotter. Flotter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> From Denver, Colorado. Okay. My question is, how do you suggest I watch the shows? Uh, talking about watching all the all the episodes, all the series. Right. Um, once they start overlapping each other, Deep Space Nine overlapped with TNG and Voyager. Do you suggest I finish watching all the original series before I begin with with DS Nine, or should I try to bounce back and forth based on the timeline that the shows were originally aired? Oh no, just just I'm, watch them as I'm trying to watch yeah. the movies in the same timeline too. Do you think this is a wise move, or should I watch each series start to finish before I start the next one? I am surprised that's the first time anybody's asked that question because that's a that's a darn valid question. You know, well, we've, we've posed that before, like yeah. whether we should, uh, we should, uh, if you should watch, if you, if you could like watch every episode as, as chronologically as you're supposed to. Right. It would, because, uh, yeah. But you know what? It's, you know, there was a, there was a series of uh, fantasy books I read as a kid, um, the Taltos series, mm-hmm. and they weren't written in any particular order. And it's kind of bizarre and it, it doesn't matter. You just pick them up and read them. It doesn't really matter. Um, because it's all first person and it doesn't matter. So, but if I was to start them or tell someone to read them, they, the first question they would ask is, "What's book one?" It's like, yeah, you know what? Just read them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, the same thing with this. I would just watch the series, then the next series, and the next series, and not worry about the timeline. Yeah, just just enjoy yeah. it, watch it, kind of get the feel for and it. And I think and it's go a, back to another, exactly. To it's a fun little nugget when you figure out, like we we talked about. You're watching season five of uh, DS Nine. And the first episode that we've mentioned this before, uh, um, Worf walks into Cisco's office, and Cisco says, "Next time you bought, bought, borrow the Defiant, bring it back in better condition." It's a neat little nugget when you go. Oh, that's because first contact just happened. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's neat. I mean, I like that. And if you just watch first contact, I guess that would make a lot of sense, you know. But I just watch. I would just watch them as they aired, not as they, not as the timeline shows. Mm-hmm. I would personally, and I do. Yeah. Even though that would be a neat experiment, maybe I'll try watching them in the timeline. That, now that we got that little timeline graphic, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can watch everything all as it goes. Right. That'd be a neat experiment. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. So now, so now they told him to do the opposite. I'm going to do the opposite because <laughs> it's like that would be. Well, but your right. first time through, or first time recently. He's, yeah. He's been a fan for years, but he just right. wants to kind of go back and rewatch. Yeah, I would just watch, you know, that would be a neat experiment though. You know what? I, I, I would do that though. You know, like after season four of, of DS9, you watch First Contact, then you watch season five, then you watch season six, then you watch Nemesis, then you, I mean, that would be really cool to do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after season four of, next, or season five of Next Gen, you watch the first season of DS9 simultaneously with season six of Next Generation. I haven't seen the spreadsheet yet. Are in are episodes inserted in there, like in the timeline when this happened? Oh, I just looked at the big blocks. I don't know if it gets even it gets deeper into there. I wonder. Like if it's, uh, they might. That would be a crazy, crazy spreadsheet. Oh, you know, they might. I'll have to look. It's oh. a really cool spreadsheet. Oh. Next email comes from Diego. Diego, hey, we just met. We just yeah. met Diego. So my first Star Trek convention. I had a great time at the Las Vegas convention last week. Went by too fast. It was great meeting all of you guys. Hope I can party with you again soon and actually talk to Alicia next time. <laughs> his brother got to talk <laughs> to yeah, you. Yeah, hung out with his brother for a while. Um, well, are you guys going to be at the convention in LA coming? Coming soon? Um, I'm not, and you're not. No, I may try to make it up. Darren's gonna go. Darren, Darren might go. I, we can't because we're gonna be in Cabo San Lucas. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to borrow the mobile emitter and right. 
do some stuff from there. It's not the same weekend we're going to Cabo San Lucas, but we can't take time off to go to LA Con and then come back for a week and then go to Cabo San Lucas for a week. Yeah, Jobby mm-hmm. Job wouldn't like that. Yeah, so it's no, we just I don't see how it's going to happen. So no, Diego, we're not going to come back. No, unfortunately, we're not. Um, but we'll ho- we'll hopefully be able to be able to meet up with you soon. Yeah, you know, but, hey, anytime you guys come to Vegas, let us know. Yeah, you know, you can stay at Darren's house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's good to meet those guys. They were really awesome. I keep if saying, you're banned by my house, my my other house, then yes, definitely. Right. Um, if um, and I keep saying Juan and Diego, but wasn't there a girl with him? I think so. I thought there was a girl with him too. Yeah, and I, and I, I just feel bad for not saying her name. At but the Ronbray party. Yeah, and at the Wednesday night thing and the Sunday in the movie, and I thought there was a girl with him the whole time. Well, oh. there was, but I don't. Oh. I don't okay. Well, so I, I'm just saying. I, I always say Juan and Diego, but I'm I'm missing somebody in that party. And, and company. And company. <laughs> no. Hmm. Oh, and it, I just I want to thank Ryan and Gina. Oh yeah, we did last weekend. Well, I didn't. I didn't get I to know. say it on the last um the last. Yeah, podcast. for their for their awesome party. They threw. I personally want to thank you guys. That was so much fun. It was. You guys did so much and made it such an awesome experience for everybody. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. And the last email that I'm going to read tonight comes from Alpha, Alpha Flyer, a.k.a. Colin. Alpha Flyer? That's like a good City of Heroes character. Alpha Flyer. I have Delta, I have Delta Flyer in City of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Just wanted to drop a line and say hello and congratulate you on your awesome podcast. I'm in England and love to hear your comments and quips on all things Trek and the wide variety of subjects you cover. I've just finished listening to Supplemental 27 on my iPod, and it made me want to ask you a few questions. Number one, as, tre- as Trek takes it... As Trek takes its rankings from U.S. Navy, why do you no longer see Commodores as you did in the original series? Oh. I don't know. Good point. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. I don't know. I guess it doesn't, it doesn't sound cool. Commodore? Commodore sounds cool. It, yeah, it does. Man, I don't know. I'm sure there's Commodores. Wait, yeah. there was a Commodore in Star Trek Six. Commodore... Um, what was his name? I don't know. Oh, what was his name? Oh. Oh, but, shoot. Here we go again. But that was just, that was still original series technically, though. So, yeah. But yeah, but after that, we didn't see Commodores. Hmm. That's huh. true. Yeah, no, you, dude, I don't know. That's <laughs> a good, good point, though. I don't know. Hmm. And number two. Although you are the unofficial DS9 cast, I would be interested to know all out of all the ships in the Trek verse, what is your favorite? Oh well, we've went over this. Yeah, I, this Darren doesn't <laughs> even have to answer because we all know it's the A. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a D man. And I'm You're always, a D man. I'm always just gonna say the, the Defiant. It's, I know it's just a little ship, but but I'm it's a, and it's bad. It's bad A. But I'm I'm, so, I'm a D man. I'm a, I'm absolutely I love the D. If I could be on a ship right now, it would be the D. That was like a, that's like the, the Princess Cruise line of st- spaceships. <laughs> oh, I love that ship. The D. D for me. D for you, A for me. And, uh, and uh, Defiant for Alicia. I'm Defiant because I'm thinking outside the box. Well, <laughs> that's, if I can own a ship, it'd be the Defiant. I just run around, tear assing around the galaxy, like blowing combat. stuff up. Yeah, no, yeah. No, if I can own one, it'd be that. But if I have to stay, if I had to live on one, the D. Heck yeah. Yeah. Third question. Can us Brits get TrekCast merchandise? Yes. Of course you can. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, take, we, take it, we take it on the chin for the shipping, but you know what? You're worth it. <laughs> order it. We'll send it. Darren will ship it to you. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, order away. Oh, stickers uh, have been shipped to us. 
right oh, after, nice. of course, right after the convention, so, so we couldn't. You finally got them. Well, I haven't got them. I just got a UPS order that says oh, they, they're they're on their way to us. I thought they forgot about us. Right, a week after the convention. Yeah, it's great timing. Of course. <laughs> well, we'll have a whole bunch of them for next year. Oh yeah, and we're, and we're gonna and we'll ship them out. If anybody orders a shirt or whatever, we'll, we're gonna throw a bunch in there. Just throw, just might as well throw throw a few in, you know. Nice. And, and um, they're nerd, they're the nerd, nerd alert alerts. stickers, yeah. Yeah, they say Trekcast on them, real small, but it's big, the big sticker just says Nerd Alert. You'll see it on the site when they come in. And, uh, yes, you will. Yeah, so no, we'll, 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 ship, uh, we'll ship anything to over there. Yeah, and as soon as we get stickers, everybody that orders a shirt gets a sticker, too. Yeah. A couple of stickers. Yeah. Oh, go on. Whatever. Yeah, and we'll, sh- we'll, we'll ship those to anybody. <laughs> so, Heck yeah, send um, us a... Send us a, a self-addressed stamped envelope and we'll put those back in the mail. For yeah, we're like a, like a radio station. Remember when you did you have to do that when you were a kid? I did. Yeah, you'd send in a self-addressed stamped envelope to you know whatever radio or station like, or like band stickers or whatever. Yeah, and they would just send them back yeah. to you. Yeah. So heck yeah, uh, and we're gonna get, awesome. and we're gonna get a PO box so we can we can receive stuff. That's a pretty smart. Yeah, so thing. feel free to send us your Star Trek stuff. Right. <laughs> Um, also, we're going to do, um, I'm going to thank the uh, five-star reviewers and some more donations, but I'll do that after we after we close our subspace uh, signal with uh, Mr. Benjamin. Well, why not Why not do it right now? Because I don't have them right now. <laughs> I have them. <laughs> do you? Yeah, just give me a second here. Oh, that's right. You're, You're so prepared. Wow. I was going to sneak those in later, but if you got them on you, heck, let's do it. Let's do it. Now we have to. Uh, now we do have to. Uh, um, remember, it's been like three weeks, so we've got quite a few of them. Oh, that's right. Hey, we're officially the number one rated Star Trek podcast in the world right now. You keep that's say, right. You say it so enough times and it happens. I know. It I said. I well, <laughs> yeah. But now we are officially, absolutely on. Well, on iTunes now we're officially the number one highest rated Star Trek podcast. In, that's right. In the history of Star Trek and podcasting. So where did we end off last time? I'm thinking April Haybear. No, we didn't. We didn't mention April yet. Immature Trekkie. Yes, we did. Okay, so you can oh, them words. Again. Okay, so so uh, shall we uh, kick this off properly? Yes. All right. So with much ado and much fanfare, we'd like to thank the following for five star reviews on iTunes. Um, oh words, who is also JG. JG, that's kind of cool. Right. Um, April Hebert, April. who we know from the yeah, previous episode, so thank you for that. Right. April. Jess, Jess Mc, McG, um, D Nitro G, Def Lobber, who we just read an email hey, for. Hey, we did. Yeah, right on. Awesome. Thank you very much. SmokeFan14, uh, Film75, The Indian Trekkie. <laughs> awesome. Ken Dudley, Gators Fatigue, Whoa. <laughs> um, Potter, Potter Peep, I.B. Scott, S.U.B. Scott. Yes, you do. Yes, you be. <laughs> Algen Al Rocks, Bob Six Stringer, Briskid, or Briskid, excuse me, and uh, J.H.T.O.S. I don't know how to pronounce that if it's an actual word, but... Sounds good to me. Right. Trust. You know what I like? You know what I like about our fight? Was that all of them? That's it. Yep. You Thanks, know what, guys. You know, yeah, thank you so much, guys. That means a lot to us. And you know, you know what I like about our guys, too? What's is that? You can click on any of their names, and they've, and I'm almost every, I haven't found 
hardly any of our reviewers that have never reviewed anybody else. Like really? if, if you click one of their names, they've reviewed other records, podcasts, everything. You know, it's like mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Like these are just that's one. Cool. Yeah, it's like these people actually review stuff and they review and they gave us a five star. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, we appreciate it. So until next Monday. Yes, until next Monday. Well, we'll talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we uh, really quickly? Uh, um, oh, no, you're going to you're going to do that a little bit later, aren't you? Uh, I'm going to do the our new donations. Yes. Yeah. And subscribers. Right, 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 right. So, yes, we do appreciate you subscribers and oh. donations. Oh, yeah. Five star reviews, emails. We love all of it. Everything. We love, love it. Love I, it. I, I said, man, I, the Trek fans are the coolest people in the world, man. I am. I am now. I'm just I'm. I'm just in a blanket of Trek love right now. I love everything about it right now. Love it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We're keeping this, keeping the Star Trek alive. Trying. One episode at a time. <laughs> All right. Well, good night. Good night. Good night. Well, there was the Trek Cast Weekly Supplemental. Be sure to check out our normal episodes, if you want to call them normal, weekly, Monday mornings, for the big Trek Cast episode. Um, next week again for another supplemental, because you know, we can't go that long without talking about the Trek. Be sure to send those emails to trekcast at gmail.com. Check us out on iTunes. Five-star reviews kick butt. So until then, we'll see you. Well, until then, we'll see you then. I don't, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs>